The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and I am joined with my beautiful co-host So I'm looking at right now. <laughs> so you know if you're lying because I'm not beautiful right now. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> I got my glasses on. I did put on a little bit of lipstick for you. I know. You look so pretty. I can see you. I can see you, but you're at home, and I'm at home. This is and so I good, got my dog John. with me. I can see Dixie. Yeah, Miss Dixie. So, so if you're wondering, um, we're on Zoom right now. So we're doing the show live on Zoom. I'm looking at Jen. She's at home. I'm at home in my studio, but it's so nice because, Jen, I can see you. Like I'm reaching out to touch you. Isn't Zoom a wonderful thing? We had a Zoom party on Saturday night, and we're going to have one uh, again next Saturday. But you see all your friends. You're in the comfort of your own living room. You don't have to wear pants if you don't want to, if they're only going to see you from the waist up. Um, yeah, you don't have to drive anywhere so you can drink. It's so That's good. Bad. Well, also, I, I can one-up you, Jen. We had a Zoom party for my birthday uh, like two weeks ago, um, two and a half weeks ago, and we all dressed up. And we all wore costumes, but my costume was bothering me. So I just adjusted the camera. I lifted it a little bit higher and I just took my shirt off. So there you go. You see, it works it? Work at all. <laughs> you can go no, nothing. <laughs> so Jen, how has your week been? What have you it, done? It, you know what? It's just, I think it's tough for everyone. Just uh, staying at home, self-isolating with the kids and my husband. Remember that movie, War of the Roses? No, I never watched it. Yeah, you're too young. I saw it when I was 25, and I never got it. I walked into the theater, and I thought, I don't get it. I get it now. You do. Okay, so I've got to watch it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Listen. i, I got to so watch it then. It's tough being with each other 24-7, the whole entire family. I think everybody's getting on each other's nerves, but I think we're all going through the same thing so everyone can relate. You know, yeah. we love each other, but uh, it's, it's just tough. I was chatting with a friend of mine and he lives on his own. And I was saying to him, I'm like, oh, what I would give for that. Like as much as I'm an extrovert right now, I'm so sick of the people that I live with that I'd rather be alone. And he's like, and what I would give to have people. So it's so funny because you're with people and you're just like, want to punch them or you're <laughs> like, give me anybody, please. Right. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's, it's a hard time for everyone in the world right now. We have to stay home and stay safe. And that's why we're broadcasting from home and we're on our phones right now. And hopefully this will end sooner than later and we can be back in the studio and, um, and all be healthy. But, uh, I know yeah, I miss just, you. It's, it's 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 been a hard time, and we're all trying to make the best of it. You know, um, being creative. People are exercising at home uh, virtually. Uh, we're um, doing TikTok videos, dance videos yes. with our daughters. <laughs> or our the best. You guys are the best. I haven't done a dance one. I don't know. I do. I to do it. Like the extrovert that I am, I'm shy. I'm admitting that so I'm shy. I'm going to tell you right now: the worse you are, the better. Those are the ones that go viral. 
<laughs> the ones that are good, yeah, you, you don't know. No, no, you got to be, you got to be bad. That's why when your daughter asks you to do a TikTok, and I know you, your daughters are young, but yeah. when my daughter asked me, I was so flattered. I'm like, wow, she must think I'm a really good dancer. She wants to do a TikTok. She wants you. No, this is a thing that they do because they want to make fun of you. And then after watching other mother-daughter TikTok videos, but it's cute. You know what it is? I I think you guys are adorable. I love it. (laughs) I have to jump on the TikTok uh, wagon. I'm not like I'm watching, but I'm not doing them. Um, And then family ones. You could do it with the whole family. Oh, God, I've seen those whole choreographed ones. Like, it's like, whoa. Like, I wonder how long these people rehearse. Some of them rehearse all day long because there's always somebody who's not that coordinated in your family. And they're holding everyone back. Come on. Oh, I need Dad. to see one. I need to see one with your family, Jen. I've asked I my want to, see Greg. to do one with me. Yeah, no, I want to do one with my husband. And he's right now, he's saying, absolutely not. Of course, we don't <laughs> like each other right now. So that's probably why. We'll like, Get like each other again when this is all over. But for right now, I just yeah. don't want to see him. And I see him every two seconds. <laughs> In the kitchen, in the bathroom. I can't even go to the washroom and pee. I can't even have a bath without him walking in. I know. It's like, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I haven't done, I, I should really try the TikTok that. That would be fun. I've been sticking with Instagram stories. And I just launched uh, a new thing called Stay Home Sessions. The Stay Home Sessions with musicians. Yeah, because you have no choice to stay home. So why not stay home and listen to this? (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that for people like both of us are huge music fans. All of the concerts got postponed. Um, All the bars are closed. And we would go maybe check out live music. So I figured I'm going to hit up some musicians that I know. We'll do a little live one-on-one chat and they're going to perform. So I did one on Thursday with James Hersey. Um, He is a musician out of Vienna, Austria. He lives in Berlin right now. He's fantastic. Jen, you would love him. you got to check him out. Uh, that sounds awesome. But, you know, yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to our next guest, and I have to tell you why, because we're talking about how we're getting along as a family. Yeah. And our guest has been with her husband, I think, now for 150 years. <laughs> they have been together since they were three years old. I'm exaggerating, of course, but I want to know how they're getting along. And I want the truth. I want the truth because you know what? They are to me the perfect couple and I want to hear something. I want to hear super. They're super. They're super cute. They are super cute together. And uh, I know they're all self-isolating. I don't know if all the kids are there, but I know at least one of the daughters is there. And uh, we're going to get the scoop on that. So don't go anywhere because it's a parenting show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Now back to the parenting show. With Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I've got my co-host, Ms. Jennifer Valentine. She's a... Yo! What are you doing? Are you painting your nails? I can see you on Zoom. I'm looking at my other phone. (laughs) Sorry. I was like, last week you were painting your nails. So I was like, maybe it's like a regular routine now. (laughs) <laughs> and uh my nails not, but that's not gonna happen for a while but uh <laughs> i can do it myself <laughs> so jen we've got we've got a pretty awesome awesome woman hanging with us on zoom right now we do and, uh, and she's a mom too and uh and she's been with her husband like you said for like what did you say 105 years 
I, you know, I, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> I think she's been with him since she was, I'm going to say 16, 17. Am I wrong? I don't know. 18? Okay, should we tell them we'll who it is? Okay. Yeah. So we, of course, are talking about the beautiful and talented Miss Chantelle Bizon, who's an author as well. Her book just came out, like, last week. It's called Raising Your Kids Without Losing Your Cool. I need, like, I need that. I need, need 20 copies of that book. And it's too late for me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Where were you 20 years ago? Chantelle, no one would, no one would publish me 20 years ago. <laughs> How are you doing, Chantelle? How is everything? Uh, you know, um, I, I, just listening to your first half of the show, I mean, we're kind of all in the same boat. I'm just... You know, we're hanging in and counting our blessings and trying to focus on, you know, the parts of this crazy time that are, are good, you know, our health and everybody who we love and matters to us, they're all healthy as well. So that's good. And, you know, we're still being able to carry on with our jobs, which also is a great blessing. So we're trying to focus on that rather than, um, you know, as Jen pointed out earlier, um, rather than thinking about how can I get away with murdering my husband without any <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Three months what? down the road, like, you know, you got at least three months before anybody's going to realize what happened. <laughs> I know. And she, here, I was stressing out because I'm like, every day by noon, I think about killing him once. And then by the, and then I get over it. And then by the time we go to bed, I'm like, no, really, like, what would I do with the body? But you're right. I have three months to figure that part out. <laughs> So, can, no, you know what? People would notice, though, when three months was over, because your husband is a Canadian star. So, Yannick Bisson, uh, Murdoch Mysteries, is your husband, and how long have you been with him? I was joking, but how long have you been? <laughs> well, pretty close, because you've known me a good long time. Um, 32 years. We we started oh. in when we were 18. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. How did you meet? My mouth just dropped. <laughs> No, no, my mouth has dropped. How did you meet? Okay, so we met first when we were 15, and um, I was dating somebody else. Yeah, he was already a child star, and the girls used to go crazy. He went to a different high school than I did, but his best friend that he had done a movie with went to my high school. So anytime he would come around to hang out with this guy, Bruce, the girls would all lose their minds. And I'm like, what? What? Who cares? He's just like, who cares? He's just this guy. So I never, and our girls to this day, I'll be like, mom, you're just, you're so lying. You always were hot for him. And I'm like, no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually likes that. Cause I think all the girls did kind of dig him. Cause he was like a teen heartthrob. I mean, in, in Sweden, they loved him. You should see the teen magazines with him uh, from Sweden. They're hilarious. It's for real. Bad. Yeah, for real, for real. They used to fly him out there to do like tiger beat, but in Sweden, <laughs> Like all these like there's all these like centerfold with him with his like you know, his oh you you got a boy look just she's posing for us uh, the way he would. Oh my god, yeah. that's funny. Oh so he was like a teen heartthrob for such so many girls in Sweden, they could probably say that he was their first crush. You know what? Probably. Probably he wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he right now? Because you guys are in, we're talking to you. You're in LA right now. Yeah. Um, so who's with you guys? Is it your husband's there and all three of your girls or just, or some of them? Um, okay. So Yannick, yeah, he's here. 
Um, our two dogs are here. <laughs> They're the easiest ones to manage. And then um, our middle girl, who's 29, she's a she's a stylist. So um, she's like dressed eyes like big. Big Sean, uh, Travis Scott, stuff like that. So she's here and works from here. And um, right now she's dressing the guys in Social House, who, you know, from Ariana Grande. And then our youngest nice. is here. She goes back and forth with us because she's an actress. Oh, nice. So the whole family's into acting because you're an actress as well, right? Well, I'm recovering. <laughs> <laughs> now you're an author. Now I'm an author. Actress, producer. Uh, you contribute to Zoomer Magazine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also yeah. own a marina here in Ontario, the Kawartha uh, region, right? Yeah, that was crazy. It's fun, though. It's a, it's a good time. I, I had no idea what I was getting into. But, yeah, we have a lot of fun with the little kids. And Duke's the mascot. He's our English bulldog. And he loves the ladies, all the female dogs that come through there. My God, oh. he's He's the stud muffin of the lake. He's just living his best senior days. <laughs> I imagine he'd be like that if he's in old age home, too. He'd probably just be like charming all the ladies. <laughs> That's the best. He can barely walk, but the girls love him. Oh, man. I didn't realize that you lived in L.A. I thought you lived in Toronto, so you split your time, obviously. We do split our time when two of our when the middle and the youngest moved out here because our youngest came out here to go to university. And that's when the middle one moved out here, too. So once we realized that we only had the one girl in Toronto, um, we thought it was only fair to split our time. And also, Yannick keeps expecting Murdoch to be over. So we thought, well, where else do you want to get another gig? you got to be in L.A. to get that. So we started to come out here on his hiatuses. But Murdoch's the show that knock <laughs> yeah. on wood. It's never going away. You know that, no. right? Murdoch forever. <laughs> they say yeah. he's going to be in a wheelchair and still be solving murder. <laughs> And, of course, we're talking about Murdoch Mysteries, uh, which airs – when does it air? It's on CBC? Uh, CBC Mondays at 8, but right now it's on hiatus. It'll be back in the fall. But that's where you can see Chantel's husband, her – not her first crush, people. (laughs) Don't go anywhere because we've got more with Chantel Bizon right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, and this is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo, Chic Mama Dossier. I'm Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning. And a bunch of other things. Movie <laughs> date on W Network. <laughs> Mother daughter date. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Jennifer Valentine. Because she's just Jennifer Van stuff. But I'm, you know what I'm not, which I'd love to be, is an author. It takes a long time to write a book. And, and, you know, I think a lot of us say, that's a dream. That's what we would love to do. But there are people, Pina, who actually do it. They I know. like do it. Listen, I just submitted um, my part for a book that I'm a co-author on uh, that will be coming out in the fall. And I was dying just contributing like a chapter to a book i can't even imagine what a whole book would be like but you know what maybe we can get some advice from our guest today miss Chantal bizon who's on the line with us today she's in la jen and i are here in toronto we're all at our own separate homes but we're looking at each other through a zoom call right now as well it's pretty cool it's isn't so it fun it's <laughs> fun i love it i love it so, 
Chantel, your book has been out a week now. It's called Raising Your Kids Without Losing Your Cool. What is yeah. it about? Like, is like really, is it just like raising your kids without, I would say losing your <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, are you allowed to say that? I would say the same thing. Um, no, you know, really, what the, how the book came to be was um, I've written, this is actually my fourth book that I've written, but it's um, the first one to get any traction. So the the reason the book came to pass was because Yannick and I had our first when we were 19. Like, we were really, really young. Wow. And yeah. Um, and by the time we were done having kids at like 26, 27, we still didn't have any friends who really had any kids. So then as we grew up and, and had our lives, our friends were starting to have their kids in their 30s. And we even have some friends who have their kids in their 40s. So what I saw happening from the time that we had our first to watching people have kids now is I felt like there was so much lost in the art of parenting that we'd let go of in in un, in my opinion, in the quest to not be as autocratic and to be more empathetic and to be more compassionate and and be more loving and kind. Um, but I think what happened is the pendulum swung too far, and now kids are kind of being left to their own devices to raise themselves. So yeah. I thought, well, you know, we raised three well-adjusted adults, I think. <laughs> okay. They seem happy. They tell me they're happy. Um, so I just thought, well, you know what, these are some tools that worked for us that um, ended up with some pretty good results. So I kind of put pen to paper and... I guess the publisher agreed with me because here we are. Um, I think the book will be controversial because I do talk about things that seem to be dirty words with parenting now, like discipline and consequence and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see what the feedback is. I had one, um, I did one interview and the, the, the woman interviewing me said, um, was it intentional for you to put, to be so negative about mothering and parenting? Like you use a lot of negative language. And I hadn't really thought of the book in that way. And she was the first and only person that presented it that way. And I said, well, it's not so much negative, but I feel like in the time of social media and Instagram where everything looks perfect and everybody looks like they're having just the best time being a parent and that there's never the shit never hits the fan. Nobody ever loses their cool. Nobody's ever lost and struggling and, you know, lonely and scared. I thought, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed into that. I want to write a book that's true, that you are going to be lost. That you are going to be scared that you're going to feel yeah. like you're failing. You're going to feel like you're never going to do it right. You feel like you're going to end up with kids that are, un- you know, not well adjusted so I wrote I wrote the book from that point of view of like, here's the truth about parenting. And even when you feel those ways and even when you struggle and even when you fail, you're still doing a great job and you'll still end up with a great person. So don't get don't be so hard on yourself is really what the message is in the book. You will I lose your that. I love that because I think, um, Jen, I'm going to speak for both of us, but um, Jen and I really take a lot of pride in being real um, at all times, whether it's on social media on the the radio show when we do our show um it's just we act the same um as we would if you were to just meet us on the street right jen like it's we don't like to sugarcoat things absolutely and i think um for my kids were young from a very early age i i always said i'm not perfect nobody's perfect we really don't know what we're doing we're learning as we go along and i i said to them i i'm going to make mistakes all the way through. And, you know, I said that to them um, simply because, you know, I knew that later on they might go to therapy and blame me for all their problems, but now they can't because I told them. 
You for one. Exactly. Not perfect. I told you, so, you don't have a perfect mom. So suck I, it up. I, think, I do think that's important because we're not perfect and uh, we're not, we're going to make mistakes. We're humans. And you know what? It shows them. I think it shows them. And I say this in the book, too. If you present yourself as human and fallible, then you know what? You're going to teach them that that's okay for them to fail, too. And it's okay for them to not be perfect also. And it gives them coping skills and coping mechanisms. And it helps them to be gentle and kinder to themselves also. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. You know what? It, it's interesting that you said that the person interviewing you used the word negative. I probably would have used the word real. You know? Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm this is I I always say what I feel. Um I'm not about sugarcoating things and I don't think that's a negative thing. I just think it's a realistic thing and you're being real. You know, anyways, we yeah. are talking to Chantel Bison uh, on the show today, and we're going to take a quick break, but we will be back with more. So don't go anywhere. It's the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We have been talking with our special guest today, Chantal Bizon. It's myself. It's my beautiful co-host, Ms. Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning, Mother-Daughter Date, and, uh, and talking about mothers and daughters and mothers and, and sons. Um, we're going we're gonna to chat a little bit about parenting uh, via Chantel and, um, and her new book. So, Chantel. So, Jennifer, I know you had a question for Chantel. Yeah, I do. Because we didn't get the book, obviously, with COVID-19, it's kind of really hard to get a book to us right now. But I'm sure you can order it online, which I am going to do. Um, Amazon. Don't even say, Amazon. Don't even say I don't even have the book. Don't even say that. I'm going to go, go. You have got a question. I'll go from there if that's okay. I, don't have a question. I can say I can send you a book. Aww. <laughs> Whatever you want. We talked about, uh, sorry, before we went to break, you were talking about discipline. I was horrible at disciplining my kids. I mean, obviously, I don't hit my kids. I never have hit my kids. But as far as grounding, I'm like that softy. But there's good cop and bad cop at my house. Can I say that? My, hus- my husband is more of the disciplinarian, but I would always, I, I might say you're grounded, but you weren't grounded. <laughs> but my kids are good. I don't even know how that happened. They're really nice kids. <laughs> how do you discipline kids these days? How, what do you do? Do you take away screen time? What do you do? Well, I mean, I think it depends, right? And I, and I talk about discipline in the book. And, and the way I address discipline in the book is that um, – the problem that you see right now with a lot of parents is they they think all discipline is like a dirty word and it's bad for them. But I, I compare it to two – I make two comparisons. One is we have dogs, and I saw your beautiful dog, Jen, so I know you have a beautiful dog. And we expect our dogs to behave, and we expect our dogs to be obedient, and we expect our dogs to be respectful members of society and not to run around like canine, canine insane beasts that just <laughs> do their own thing and attack – so we, on one hand, we don't mind disciplining our, our dogs, and we don't mind training our dogs. But then on the other hand, we want our kids to, what, make their own rules up and decide um, how they It's true. Right? So I, I refer to that. And then the other analogy I make is, like, you don't get a Kobe Bryant by just saying, no, 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 don't worry. Practice when you feel like it. 
you, oh, you're not, a, you know, everything, ha- you, you have to give them structure and you have to give them guidelines. And so for some kids, like our youngest, she watched her older sisters because we did, we did spank, but we spanked. We didn't hit. I got chased through the house with a, a wooden spoon because my mom was, <laughs> her parents were German and Romanian. And that's just what you did when your kids were naughty. Um, and, you know, Yannick got, got the belt from time to time. So we knew we didn't want to do that. So we came up with a structure where we had three house rules. It was very straightforward. It was very clear. When you broke those, it was like, okay, you, you know what you did there. Yes. Okay, well, let's go. You're going to get two little, you know, paddles on the bum, and then we would talk it through, and it would be over. There was never any anger. There was never any rage. There was, you know, we didn't we didn't go to the point where we lost our cool and then grabbed them and lashed out. And in and in that instance, that's when you know disciplining a child becomes abusive, and that's probably more of what mm-hmm. we grew up with. I know when I was being chased by the wooden spoon, that's what I felt like. Oh, I got the wooden spoon. Sounds very familiar. Grounded <laughs> <laughs> and, and all that. So I always, in the book, um, I, I tell parents, you know your child better than anybody else does. You might have a kid like our eldest and our middle. Our middle needed a lot of spanks because she just was stubborn and she just wanted things her way. And, and the eldest was a little bit sneaky. And then the little one watched them both go and she was like, mm, okay, I see. <laughs> All right. I can do it like this and avoid that. You know, I don't have to get spanked. I can get just get a talking to. So I think each kid is different and you'll know with each child what discipline works and what discipline does. Some kids, hey, you just have to look at them and say, I'm disappointed and they're they're gonna crumble and they're gonna change their their, their behavior and they're gonna listen. Other uh, kids, you know, yeah, like you were saying, Jen, you take away their devices, you you know, you cancel their phone plan, whatever, you know, whatever it works for the kid. And I think that that has to be agreed upon by both parents, you know, because the worst thing that happens in a lot of relationships, and I have a girlfriend that this happened to, where she wanted to have discipline in the children's lives for structure, and the husband would have none of it, none of it. So Mm. she got vetoed, and the the kids didn't have any of that sort of structure and consequence for action. So I think that, uh, you know, and I say in raising your kids without losing your cool, um, if I could have gotten to you before you had your kids, I would have insisted that as a couple, you come to those terms prior to having children, like you really get down to the nitty gritty of, well, what are your expectations of parenting? Like, how would you raise a child? Well, what would be your idea of the perfect consequence and discipline? And then you have a plan, you have an idea, you can be you know, aligned. And then if you're not, then you can get help. You can get input. You can go to a, a counselor, a, a chair, a parenting expert, and get them to help you come to terms and come to a sort of agreement so that you're not fighting about how to raise your kids. Oh my God, we're still fighting. But no, we are too. (laughs) To talk about it first is such great advice because when you're getting married, you don't think that far. No, you don't think about that stuff. You're in love, you're getting married, and then you have these kids, and then you go, hey, wait a minute. That's not the way that I wanted to bring up my kids. And hey, I wanted to have three, and you only wanted two. Yeah, we yeah, went through yeah. that too. But uh, you know, you you it, these are kind of things that these are the things that you really should talk about. Hundred percent so true. I um I really like the fact that you brought that up, Chantel. It's uh it's not easy having kids, but the raising, the discipline, how you go about things, I find even more difficult. We are talking about raising kids without losing your cool, which is the title of Chantel's new book. Um, And we've got more after the break. So don't go anywhere. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And with me, I've got... I'm Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning. She's my co-host, guys. You know that because it's the same every single week. <laughs> so, Jen, who else do we have with us, though? Chantelle Bizan is here with us. She is, I thought you were a new author. I had no idea you'd written how many other books? Four? Yeah, they I haven't been published yet. Seven. Hopefully they, <laughs> four. There's three others. There's three others. This was the fourth. Wow. Uh, so four books now, and um, so this is a good one. And there's a lot of interest in this one as well. Yeah, so this one that was just released uh, a week a week ago, it's it's raising your kids without losing your cool, and it's going to be a first in a series of books, right, Chantel? So tell yeah, us about that. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, so I want to I want to continue on with the whole vein of not losing your cool. I, I mean, I think so many of us need support, and you know, day to day parts of life that are regular life but can cause so much upset. So I'm currently working on parenting your teen without losing your cool. And then um, my plan is to do being in a relationship without losing your cool. Um, the, the series actually came to mind. The first one was how to move without losing your cool. Cause I love moving and organizing, but apparently a lot of people, I know I'm, oh, a, God. I'm obsessed with it. Like you mean, apparently everybody else hates it besides you. <laughs> apparently people hate it. Like apparently. And like they say, it's like right up there with divorce and death and taxes. And I was like, what are you talking about? I get off on moving. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I oh, love Jen. It. I who love are it. you. Do you like what? to move or no, Jen? No, no. And no. as far as organizing goes, my husband's the organizer. He's the neat freak. He's the, you know, messes drive him crazy. Right now we have a mess on our dining room table because we're like, we've got equipment here because I'm broadcasting live from home because of COVID-19. So it's kind of a little cluttery in this house right now. So he's, he's, he's putting up with it. Yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> well, maybe he'll go get some milk. <laughs> yeah. Go get you some milk. You mean it never come back? And disappear. <laughs> Not until COVID's over anyway. <laughs> well, we'll hear about uh, Greg's disappearance uh, in about three months' time when we get out of this. Um, but uh, maybe, Jen, you might need that book. How, what was it? Uh, how to Survive a Relationship Without Losing Your Cool? Is that what oh, you're being in a relationship without losing your cool. Without, being in a relationship without losing your cool. So, Jen, that one's for you. I'm going to need, well, I'm going to need all three of them. One, two, because <laughs> I think they're small, right? So, my yeah, at the beginning. four, six, and eight. So, I really need to get my hands on this book. And then um, I'm going to get a head start. So the second, when the second book comes out, I'm going to read it right away. So this way, once they hit those teen years, I'm going to have it all planned out. I'm going to be like, Chantel showed me <laughs> the way. I've got this yeah. covered. And I want to ask Chantel some things, just things that I went through over through the teen years and how you handled this situation. How did you handle teenage drinking? See, okay. Yeah. You know what? We decided very early on that we were going to take the more European approach to alcohol and drinking. So we were very like, hey, do you want to have some wine with dinner? Um, we didn't have an issue with them having drinks at home under our supervision. Um, obviously, they weren't drinking at 10, but, you know, um, like 13, 14, 13 to 15 and then what happened was as they grew up, they didn't have this like 
need to like, wow, what's it like to drink? We had never got a single phone call saying our girls were blacked out in somebody's basement at a basement party because I'm the exact never, same as you. Yeah. And I never did got you do the same thing. Calls. No. Yeah. We, we Similar. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, you know what I, for me, the most important thing to do as a parent is to remember what it's like. Yeah. You can. Remember what it's like to be 12. Remember what it's like to yep. be 15. And and you, you close your eyes and you remember what was I going through. And then, you know, your kids are, even though it's a different time, they're going through the exact same emotions, yep. the exact same yep. things. So I just brought myself back and thought, when did I have my first drink without my parents knowing? When did I go into that cupboard and steal their alcohol? And I'm going to yep. say I was probably 13, 14 years old. And that's when, you know, I started to talk to my kids. Like, are you curious? Because yep. I didn't want them doing what I did. Sorry, go ahead. I, I love the fact that, you know what I mean, you're, you're open and honest about that um, and, and the way you've gone about it, just because Jen and I have actually talked about this on the show before, and Jen just said it now, she's the same way, I'm the same way growing up in an Italian household. I'm first-generation Canadian. Um, at a young age, it was always like, oh, you know, here's some wine and, and we'll add some ginger ale to it at dinner time. Um, and it was just, it was always accessible and always there. So like your girls, Chantel, I never had the need to be like, oh, I need to sneak and, and grab some alcohol when my parents aren't watching. <laughs> you know, it was always there. It wasn't locked up. It wasn't yep. taboo. And, um, and that's how I plan on, you know, dealing with it with, with my kids as well. They're not there yet. I'm not giving them something at four years old. Yeah, but- yeah. You know, really, I'm really pushing the sleep, Pina. You should try it. <laughs> How Italian are you? If your kids aren't drinking at four, I'm starting to doubt your heritage. I know. Um, I know. You know. What's wrong with me? <laughs> no, but you know what? It's the same. I, I mean, it, you just have to look back in history and, and look at families that you know, that you grew up with, whose parents took the other tact. And anything that you tell a, a human doesn't even need to be a kid. But, you know, you tell me not to eat the cake. Dude, I'm eating the cake. Don't tell me oh. not to, right? I'm so eating the cake without a spoon, I'm going, I'm diving right in. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone I find does that. The minute you say no, oh, well, now I want it. Now I want it even more. Well, look at, for example, right now, people are supposed to be in quarantine. Oh, God. You're telling them no. Some people are just like, you don't tell me. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Well, most people are just idiots. <laughs> I said it. Sorry. We're talking with Chantal Bivon on the show today. We're talking about her new book, uh, Raising Your Kids Without Leaving Your Cool, which is out now and available on Amazon. We're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. This is The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. <laughs> I'm Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. We've got my co-host, is Jennifer Valentine. Um, on, I'm watching her on Zoom as we do the show. She's at her house. I'm at my house. We've got our guest, Chantal Bizon. She's in L.A. at her house. And uh, during the break, we were watching Jen just walk around her house and water the plants. That's what you do when you're home, right? Like you're working from home. You're walking. You got, I'm looking at the plants. I'm like, oh, they could use a little water. We had a little bit of a break while it was on my mind. Yeah. 
Who knew? Who knew? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. I love plants and flowers all over the whole entire house. I always have, like, tulips, orchids, like crazy. I love orchids, so. Jen, I need to take a picture of the orchid you gave me at Christmas to show you how beautiful it still is. Is it still beautiful? I swear. I swear. I'm going to do a story. So, uh, yeah, and then I'm going to show you. It's it's holding up nicely. It's gorgeous. I love it. Greenish. I need your orchid. Orchid. <laughs> you know what? Ignore them. Oh, yes. One ice cube once a week. I just listen to Jen. That's it. Set a facing window. Just put an ice cube in once a week. That's all you need. That's it. Yeah. Well, I ignore them. That's how I ended up with Yannick. I ignored him. <laughs> he <laughs> got me. You well, ignored him, and he knocked yeah. three times. He knocked you what? three times. He knocked. I was saying he knocked you. You ignored him. Then he married yeah. you. And he knocked you up three times. And pretty quick. I know. Yeah. Uh, you very, very quick. Four it. months. Wow. You became a mom at the age of 19, right? Correct. That is crazy. So uh, I'm wondering, my head is going, I'm like, well, at, when you're that age, sex is on your mind a lot. But we all know as parents with kids, you know, you're like, oh, how do you find the time to do that? Um, so what yeah. was sex like for you guys being young, but being young parents? Right. Well, I think, you know, it's, it, it's funny because we, like you said, we were 19. So, I mean, you're our, like, all you think about is sex when you're 19, certainly him. And I mean, that's how I ended up pregnant. So young, it's like, well, you know, if you don't take your pill regularly and you're having sex multiple times a day, guess what? You're going to be pregnant. We were only together four months when I, when I ended up pregnant. So it was really, really quick, fast. And it's amazing that we're still here 32 years later. Um, but we did have a one year break. We did have a, uh, at the 16 year mark, we, we took a one year separation and tried to figure things out. And obviously we, we figured it out and ended up back together. And now we've been together, um, longer than when we were apart or equal now, 16, 16. But, um, I talk about a, a lot, a lot, a lot in raising your kids without losing your cool, because I think what happens is when people have children, they put the kid in front of the relationship because somehow, some way, they feel like that's the right thing to do and that, you know, in order to love a child completely and wholly and fully, that that kid has to be the number one priority. When actually, for me, I feel like it needs to be the reverse. The child needs to see that the, the relationship is the primary relationship, the, the, the loving relationship with your partner, um, that that person is your priority and your number one. Like, that's the person you're going to stand behind when there's a disagreement between the kid and, and the partner. Um, they need to see that because it helps it helps kids feel secure to know that their their parents' relationship is strong and solid. And the other thing it teaches them is that, um, you know, the world doesn't revolve around them. Because at the end of the day, your kid is going to grow up and is going to move out. And you're going to be left with this partner. And if you've not nurtured that relationship chances are you're not going to have a partner and you're going to have a kid that you're going to want to keep home and not send to university because that's your primary relationship. And that's where you get, you know, that's where you, you get your love and your, your camaraderie from. So I tell everybody in, in the book and every chapter, have sex, have sex, make sure you're having sex, 
still have sex. So is that organic? Like, is that just because you're young and it's easy and it comes easy? Or is it because it has to be scheduled and it has to be organized and it has to be planned for? And again, it goes back to with the same thing with your kid is like, you know, your partner better than anybody. And you need to be able to be open and have frank conversations about what your sexual needs are. And I think a lot of couples after the the heat of sex goes away at the beginning of the relationship, they don't actually know how to talk about sex because sex yeah. just happen. Yeah. I'm wow, really, yeah. It's, it's interesting that, that you said that because it's so easy to put the kids before the relationship. And I'm going to say that I think most people do that. I do it. Yeah. I will tell you like straight up, I do that. And no one's ever, you know, positioned it to me the way you just have, like to open my eyes. And I was just thinking, I'm like, why have I never heard this before? It's always kids first, kids first. But you make total sense. Um, I can't wait to get my hands on this book. Chantal, where can we pick it up? Um, well, it's available online now at Amazon or Indigo. Um, you can get it on your Co- your Kindle. Is it a Kindle, Kobo? Yeah. I like real books. Um, and they're still delivering them now. In fact, Amazon sold out through its first um, stock on Saturday. So that was exciting. When it, the first that day was- it came out. One day, in one day it sold out. Okay, so the book is called Raising Your Kids Without Losing Your Cool, Chantal Bison. Um, we'll throw up a link on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the parenting show, so you guys can, like, find it. And, hey, we're in quarantine. What else is there to do? Read and maybe go have some sex. <laughs> and not lose your cool another baby. <laughs> and make another baby. <laughs> you could still My do that. Closed. My shop is closed. It's research. It's research. Yeah, no, my I'll practice. I'll practice. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need the baby. I'm waiting for grandkids now. <laughs> Chantel, where can people find you online? Um, Instagram, Chantel Bisson. Twitter, Chantel Bisson. I have a website, www.chantelbisson.com. So, guys, go give her a follow across all the social media accounts. Uh, pick up her book. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Hopefully you guys are all doing well and staying safe in L.A. Um, It was so good to actually see you. um, That was fun. (laughs) Zoom call while we we do the show. Jen, it's great. It's always great seeing you Um, and your lovely plants. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me, girls. It was so much fun. I totally appreciate it. It was very cool. Thank you. And one of the Soon. Yeah, when it's all said and done, we will have you in studio and uh, and we'll hug and we'll do a show together in person. Uh, but that is it for us on the Parenting Show. Uh, Jen and I will catch you guys next week. Uh, it's Sunday at 8 o'clock. Don't forget, we've got the new time Sunday at 8 o'clock. And if you want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast, which you can uh, check out on iTunes and everywhere else you get a podcast. That's it. Have a great Sunday night and uh, we'll see you later. Stay safe. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.